When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Discover. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. That means no waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. And so it's done, the New Hampshire primary. Mitt Romney had it wrapped up pretty early last night, so all the who got how many votes and what it all means in the grand political scheme of things has been done to death by now. So we're not gonna. We're going to do the story our way, campaign finance a la Freakonomics, our once every couple of weeks chat with Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It's all about the hidden side of everything. Hey, Dubner, welcome back. Hey, Kai, thanks for having me. So we're all wildly surprised that Mitt <laughs> Romney won big last night, aren't we? Yes, yes, wildly surprised. <laughs> and it's just as obvious why Romney's been winning, right? Uh, at, at least if we listen to his rivals. Here's Newt Gingrich, who came in a distant fourth place last night. All right. Now we've got to go back and uh, figure out how you run in an environment where you clearly have two guys who are going to say things that aren't honest uh, and who are going to spend millions of dollars doing so. And here's Rick Santorum, who finished fifth in New Hampshire. I'm a little bit behind the curve in the sense that uh, Governor Romney has been spending a lot of money. Well, it's not like they're wrong, right, Dubner? I mean, Romney does <laughs> have right. Romney has deep pockets. And, and, and just today, right, his campaign said we raised almost $24 million in the last three months, in the last quarter. That's right. And so that makes more than $50 million for 2011. Hmm. And in previous campaigns that he's run for senator, governor, and president, Romney has spent $54 million of his own money. But you know who else put a lot of money into their campaigns? Uh, let me give you a few uh, right. lovely names. Steve Forbes. Yes. Linda McMahon. Oh, yeah. Meg Whitman. And Don't you know worry. what? None of them won anything, did they? Okay. So this is the, the hidden side of everything part. Is that where we're going here? This is the hidden side right. of everything. Here's, here's what I want to tell you today, Kai. Money does not buy elections, at least nowhere near what we've always been told. Here's Steve Levitt, who's my Freakonomics co-author. He once conducted a study of congressional elections where he tried to isolate the effect of campaign spending from all the other factors. When a candidate doubled their spending, holding everything else constant, they only got an extra 1% of the popular vote. Same, if you cut your spending in half, you only lose 1% of the popular vote. So we're talking about really, really large swings in campaign spending with almost trivial changes in, in the vote. All right, here's the thing. Steve Levitt, very nice guy, knowledgeable economist. Sadly, though, 
I don't believe him. Because if you look, <laughs> it's always the guy with the most money who wins. You are right. It is almost always the guy with the most money who wins. That is what we know as correlation without cause. So let me explain. <laughs> okay. When it's raining out, everybody's got an umbrella. And we know that. Those things are correlated. But you know what? The umbrellas don't cause the rain. We know that, too. Here's the thing. Winning an election and raising money do go together. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem as though money actually causes the winning either. It's just that the kind of candidate who's attractive to voters also ends up along the way attracting a lot of money. And and the losing candidate, nobody wants to give money to that guy. Right. It makes sense. But what happens when when you tell politicians this? I mean, this can't be a message that (laughs) they They want to hear, right? Yeah, n- no politician is going to step forward and say, please don't send me your <laughs> money. Right. I don't want right. to. I will not use it. Right. You know, look, campaign fundraising has become an arms race. And as in any arms race, the first casualty is logic, right? But let's look past New Hampshire back to Iowa last okay. week. Here's some good evidence for these politicians. Rick Perry spent $4.3 million on advertising there, which was nearly triple what Romney spent. And he got 10% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Rick Santorum, on the other hand, spent only $30,000 for ads in Iowa, and he lost to Romney by just eight votes. So much for the money argument. All right. So, so far, this is a lot of you talking about politicians and money. Did you actually talk to any politicians about money? Well, you think they're going to come out and say, ah, no, I don't need the money. Well, well no. All right. You know, I, I, Fair point. I did find one former politician. At least he says he's former. You remember Rudy Giuliani, I gather, yeah? I, I do. Twice the mayor of New York City and uh, and for like five minutes in 2008, the front runner. <laughs> That's right. Well, I asked him if money buys elections. So campaign uh, spending doesn't mean anything because you can spend it incorrectly. I, I uh, have lost, it, lost an election by spending it wrong. I won an election, my first election that I won. I won when I was outspent in a Republican primary. Uh, we can see recently in Mike Bloomberg's election. Mike Bloomberg spent $100 million and he won by 4%. <laughs> so I asked Giuliani, you know, what advice he would give to candidates. I, I tell candidates it's always better to be the candidate with the most money, it's always, but you can win uh, without it. <laughs> to finish the sentence, it's better to be the candidate with the most money because that means you're the most popular, right? People like you the best. It's exactly right. Yeah. It's like saying it's better to be the radio show host with the most <laughs> money, but right. really what you want to be is the most popular. So, well, I, and, you know. and sometimes that goes together. I don't know. Sometimes so, it does. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it does. Stephen Dubner, Freakonomics.com is the website. He's back in a couple of weeks. Dubner, we'll see you. Thanks, Kai. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Cars.com. Have you heard about the Your Garage feature on Cars.com? Here's how it works. You add your car to your garage to track its market value and cash in when the time is right to sell. 
track both your car's historical and projected value, when it's time to sell, easily secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. 